The Metis Tech Show. Welcome to the Metis Tech Show, a show for HVAC professionals by HVAC professionals. The Metis Tech Show. So we're in New Orleans this week. We are. Wonderful city. And it is a wonderful city. I have my hotel room. It's uh, facing the river. I'm having a ball just watching ships coming in and out. I was watching a nice barge this morning by the steamboat. Really? You saw a steamboat? I saw saw a barge. I saw a barge boat. So have you been out? Have you been out any into the city? Yeah, I met a friend of mine over in a town across the river and uh, had some really good... uh, Cajun food, really? Yeah, the crab's unbelievable. Really? What else was in that Cajun food? I had uh, crabs. I had corn. I had shrimp. I had crawl, crayfish or Ooh. crawfish. I'm not sure. Yeah, I've heard them called. I mean, Delicious. both ways. But did you have any blue cheese? No, <laughs> not blue cheese, huh? Oh my god! Oh come on! You know, let it go. You know, I've told you, blue cheese goes with everything. It does not. It, goes it does. With, goes with my rubbish bucket. That's what it goes with. All right. Uh, so welcome to the Meta's Tech Show. We're here at the national sales meeting in beautiful New Orleans, and we're going to talk about cutting jumpers on M series indoor and outdoor units. Really important. Some yes. good information and uh, you definitely can uh, modify your piece of equipment for the installation or the environment. Yes, and you know, M series units don't have dip switches for function settings. That's correct. So or the ability to customize using wired controllers. Right, so right. how do we go in there and uh, set up function settings. Well, first you have to take a look at what the jump switches uh, do. And I do want to bring up something, though. Um, and for those that are using um, uh, Kumo Cloud or something along the lines of that, if it's a true M-series, uh, even though you can do that setting in Kumo Cloud or the controller, it doesn't take. You still have to go and cut a jumper. That's right. The only ones that you don't have to cut jumpers in is the MXZ ported uh-huh. Okay, and the MXZ smart multi-units. Right. The three main units that have the jumpers that needs to be cut is the wall-mounted unit, uh-huh. the floor mount, uh-huh. and the one-way cassette. Okay, and, and some of those jumpers are uh, going to be like the JR24. Uh, we'll talk about them a little bit more. I'll just give you the uh, the four big ones, uh, JR01, JRRE, and the JR07. Right, and then also, you know, uh, uh, and even if the option that may be shown that CN105 may be available through a controller, it cannot be activated until the physical resistor is actually cut. Absolutely. And then sometimes they just look like a piece of wire, um, kind of like aluminum piece of wire. Sometimes they actually look like a resistor. Yeah. And now what, what I've told my students is before they cut any jumpers, that they should really talk to the owner, to the client, right. make sure that they understand what cutting that jumper will actually do to the system. Right. Because they need to understand the changes that are being made because you want to cut a jumper and then the homeowner decide, oh, I want it back. And then you're either going to have to what? Uh, a little tiny solder iron with a little tiny piece of solder. Yes. Or yeah. Yeah. replace or, the board. Or replace It's the, the board. only two options right. that you have. And, and that's a good point, too, because it's not like you just go out and cut jumpers. You have to cut jumper for a reason. Uh, up, uh, we'll talk about cutting jumpers that are pretty common up in New England, uh, where we probably wouldn't cut that jumper down in Florida. 
So it also enhances the system. It can make it work better, and it could eliminate a nuisance service call as well. Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, now let's look at JR24, the okay. first jumper we're going to talk about. That one has to do with height differential offset. And what units is that? Those are the units that are mounted up right. high, like right. wall-mounted units, yeah. four-way cassettes, and a single-way cassette, or one-way cassettes. Yeah, yeah, one-way cassette. So yeah. you need to do that. And what what is why would we consider that JR24 jumper? Well, if you are too high, okay, um, or, or put where it's supposed to be, uh, you're going to have a difference in temperatures. My comfort zone is going to be, you know, basically where my controller is mounted. So um, I don't want that unit to, I want that unit to take, to take into consideration the temperature of the air at that elevation or at that height. So I don't get override on my controller instead of setting it for 70 and it, it ends up being 74 degrees um, as far as heating. Right. And that only has to do with a heating mode. Correct. correct. And in some models, it may be 3.6 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we encourage everyone to look at the unit-specific manual. Always. Uh, because it's unit-specific. It's right. only units that are mounted up high, and we already mentioned them. It's the wall-mounted units, the four-way cassette, and the one-way cassette. Okay, so so if I did cut that, what's going to happen is this. So I cut the jumper, and now whatever my controller says for a temperature, that's what's going to be at that unit. So there's not going to be any differential as far as an offset between the two. And I do want to make a note, though. If you are using Kumo Cloud or a uh, wall controller, you got to remember that if it's a true J-series, I mean, excuse me, if it's a true... Um, M-Series, uh, and I set that in Kumo Cloud, it doesn't work. Right. It's still going to be cut. Right, because Kumo Cloud connects where? Right, to uh, CN105. CN105. That's right. So it will That's not right. recognize nope. that that change. All right. So so some of the jumpers can look like just a, you know, like a piece of aluminum wire, or it may even look like a resistor. So once again, it's not like something we're just going to cut. In this case, we may make that a determination on installation. Right. But also want to listen to the customer because sometimes Absolutely. it can be cut, sometimes it's not cut, and it can be a nuisance service call. You want the customer to make the decision yeah. because, they, let, they, yeah, because you're the changing decision. the operation of the equipment. You are. You are. You, I mean, hopefully what you're doing is enhancing the operation. Right. So, right. So, and then when we talk about the temperature settings that I mentioned, mm-hmm. the 3.6 degrees, that it's unit specific. Yep, I was just okay, say And then that. you're going to look up at the manual, yep. and the manual is found... In my linkdrive.com. Is that a Very test this good. Morning? Yes, or, or it was. You're, you're right. You're staying on top of that, aren't you, Roland? No, there are some units that um, do have dip switches opposed to jumpers, like SEZ um, 24 to 36. That will actually have dip switches and not jumpers. Yes. 9 to 18 will have jumpers. That's so, right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. So, what other All ones are we going to talk about? So, we're going to talk about JRO1, uh-huh. and that is fan thermal off in heat mode. Okay. What does that mean? Well, and there are a couple situations. Uh, so what happens is when the when the um, uh, we're in a, uh, we're in New Orleans right now, and there's a lot of traffic going on here. So um, <laughs> what that means is that uh, when that um, is off cycle or it's satisfied in heat, that fan is actually going to shut off. And uh, it won't shut off unless you tell it to shut off. Right, because by design, right. all of our units, the fan will run continuously. Correct. By design, yeah. because we want to maintain temperature, uh, equal temperature mm-hmm. in the rooms, and it's better for dehumidification. But you may have the uh, system 
uh, the, the homeowner may not want that air to constantly hit them. Correct. Correct. Remember, we're going to talk about two jumpers, one in the heating mode, one in the cooling mode. Correct. All right. So if the homeowner or the client doesn't want that fan running all the time, that's when you cut JRO1 in the heating mode and it, it'll, fall, it'll go off. And to me, this is communication. Communication, communication. Yes. It's always important. So the customer probably isn't going to know that. Now, don't get confused nowadays. People can Google anything in this world. <laughs> but that's something that you want to bring that topic up to the customer. Explain right. what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. Because if you don't, two months down the road, you're getting a service call saying, hey, my fan won't shut off. It's too loud. It's moving, you know, flowers. It's moving curtains in my house. You know, why is this doing this? Uh, it's a pretty tough one to go down there and yes. charge them for it. So yeah. communication is everything around Absolutely. what these do. Now, you did mention that you also could do this in the cooling mode. Right. And that's where JRRE come into play. Uh-huh. So JRO1 is thermal off on heat, or meaning the fan will shut off after the heating mode is satisfied. JRRE the fan goes off when the cooling mode is satisfied. That's right. And that's going to do the, the same thing. They could have a complaint or they could, uh, once again, air moving, even though it's the same temperature and the system's not on. To some people, especially in my state, Florida, you know, not that I'm from Florida, but my state, that's going to feel cold to right. to, to, to a group of people. Right. And and the other thing, too, is that, you know, I'm, I'm not off subject here, but but you have other things for other type of units with controllers where you can actually have a decision to put that into a lower fan speed or shut it off. So once again, uh, functions are for uh, all types of units. In this case, it's just dealing with jumpers. Right, right. Uh One Uh more. Let's talk about one more. Uh Very important. Let's talk about JRO7. That one speaks about auto restart after a power outage. So what that's going to do is is after you have a power loss is that's going to revert the system back to whatever it was doing prior to the power loss now if you don't have any um system set up in there for you know residentials is wake leave return sleep all right if you if you don't have that and it was in a cooling mode and it was calling for cooling it most likely after the power comes yes. back it's going to go back into cooling yes. now if it went on a leave setting where it jumped up to 78 degrees and it's 76 degrees, it's not calling for cooling, but it's going to go back to that function of that program um, after a, a, a power setting, a power outage. So, yeah, one more thing that we didn't mention on the fan thermal off uh-huh. feature when you cut the jumper, when the jumper has not been cut, where, what, what component in the unit measures uh, temperature? Uh, return air thermistor. Correct. But when you cut this jumper, either the JRO1 or the JRRE, we're telling the fan to go off. Correct. Now what? We're not measuring anymore at TH1, which is a return air thermistor. So we need to add a controller uh-huh. so we can tell it you need to measure temperature here at the wall yeah. since we're not measuring it and at the... Even though you add a controller, you're right. going to make the controller the room. Exactly. You need to select. Yes, one thing we hadn't mentioned before is that when we cut JRO1 or JRRE for the fan to shut off on thermal off, um, there's no more air movement across TH1, which is our return air sensor. Mm -hmm. So we need to add a controller 
and set up the controller right. to sense temperature at the wall for thermal. Right, and this will prevent like um, you know uh, cycling off and cycling off because of that stagnant air that's that's right. that's around that return uh, return air sensor. So very good. So I uh-huh. want to mention that. Yeah, and just also about a control, a little off subject, but you still have to treat a controller like a thermostat. You got to be aware of direct sunlight, uh, supply uh, diffuser pushing air on an outside wall. Uh, you want to you know if you can get it by the return or out of direct airflow. So even though. Um, it's it's not a thermostat. It's a controller, Walmart controller, uh, location, location, location. That's right. Still important. Yeah, and, and to add to that, I know we're not talking about controllers, but you don't want it near a heat source. No, no. So, and I'll, I'll just say that. So by my oven, doesn't work, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> so back to JRO7. Mm-hmm. JRO7 is auto restart after power outage. Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned that um, when the power goes off, uh, what happens is the system or the control board will uh, record the mode of operation, whether it's heat, cool, auto, or dry. Mm-hmm. It will remember the mode of operation. It remembers the set point, right. temperature set point, mm-hmm. and it remembers the fan speed. So when the power comes back on, it brings, uh, it goes back to the original setting. Fully operational. Right, absolutely. And that's, that's actually not an uncommon thing not to do in right. Florida because of all our generators, all our home generators. Yeah. You know, but even though these are very low starting, you know, they don't have lock rotor amperage, all that stuff. It's still a very soft start on these. But that is something that, that people consider in Florida. You know, right. when they have an undersized generator or just enough to run a couple applications, appliances in the house. So, and that's one thing you mentioned system. generators. One thing yeah. about this setting uh, that we need to consider is because when the generator starts, how what what how is the integrity of the power being generated from that outdoor generator is very unstable. It is. It so is. here we are. Uh, we have a inverter driven system. Trying to start when the comp- when the generator mm-hmm. is starting mm-hmm. with uh, very unstable power. Yeah, and do then, we really want to do that? No, and then plus everything else in the house doesn't have that. Protection. Right, everything else in the house is going to turn on. Right, so so that's that's a talking point right. that you, we should have with the homeowner. Right, do you right. want the unit to start with this going on? So yeah. again, um, if if the home uh, has a generator. That starts up automatically. You may want to discuss this setting with and, a, and that with goes the back to what we were talking about earlier. Is that you can avoid a lot of nuisance situations just with good communication about how the product works, Correct. which is crucial. It's everything, right? But what else are we going to talk about? Here? Well, just just to mention, yeah. uh, M series outdoor units with jumpers. Yeah, uh, they are the MUY cooling only or the MUZ heat pump, the MUFZ. Or like you mentioned before, the SUZ models, 9,000 to 18,000, uh-huh. they have jumpers. Now, the, the SUZ, 24,000 and 36,000, they have depth switches. Right, correct. So I just wanted to mention that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, so let's talk about... Nothing wrong with a little recap. Nothing wrong with a little recap. Right. So two more jumpers I want to talk about. What's the ones I, 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 talk the about, ones I don't care about because uh, I live in Florida. Yeah, there you go. But there you, you can go. talk about them. <laughs> let's talk about, uh, and again, this may vary by model, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. We're just talking about M-Series in general. Unit specific. Yes. Is the JS, uh, and that has to do with defrost finish termination. Yep. 
Yeah. Okay. So you're setting, for instance, if a unit has a defrost termination temperature of 45 degrees, you can jump that jumper and you may be increasing that defrost termination temperature to 55 degrees. And that's where in Florida it doesn't matter. You won't see it. The the chances of me getting frost, a a large frost pattern in Florida is slim to none. Right. But up in New England or Cincinnati, where I live, Cincinnati, we see it every winter. Yeah. And if, if, you know, that, that could be actually something that's done later. It doesn't have to be done automatic. But, but if I was in a high humidity area, you know, towards the ocean, Cape Cod, you know, the coast of Maine, I'm probably going to automatically do that. Right. I, uh, after I discuss the reason why I would do yes. customer. Yeah, it's, because uh-huh. it's operation, you're changing the operation uh-huh. of the system. Yeah, and, that, and, and it's going to add a little bit more to the overall energy consumption of that unit. Yes. So. And again, that's a talking point with right. homeowners. It is, it is. Because the longer the system runs on defrost. The more money it costs. And what's happening to the temperature inside you're that kind of, house? You're losing that heating. If you're not, not, not a lot, but you are losing right. it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And the system in some models will anticipate right. Right. when defrost is uh-huh. going to happen. Uh-huh. So they can overheat, they overshoot the heating mode a little bit. So when the, when the system runs in cooling for that amount of time, the change is not felt as much. They're brilliant. Absolutely. Oh, smart. Smart. Mitsubishi is very yeah. smart. Right. Now, the last jumper we're going to talk about is the JK jumper. Preheat control Pre-heat setting. Preheat control setting. Yeah. What, every time we talk about this, yeah. what does actually preheat mean? Well, and don't get confused because you could be on another piece of equipment, <laughs> another complete, you know, city multi, something along the lines of that. It's a, it's a complete different terminology. But uh, this is going to be for my crankcase heater. The winding is going to be a, what we call a crankcase heater. And that's going to help, you know, maintain um, refrigerant not being mixed in the oil to keep that refrigerant where it's supposed to be. So gravity is going to bring that refrigerant down. Thermodynamics, cold is going to bring that down. Absolutely. And we're just going to warm that belly of that uh, oil up to drive that refrigerant out of there. So we're going to boil uh-huh. the refrigerant uh-huh. because there's going to be liquid right. mixed with that oil. Yeah. Uh-huh. Except so that, that's what preheat control setting means. Yeah. And again, depending on the model, yeah. you may have Specific. to cut it. Specific, that's right. So, yeah. So um, that's pretty much it uh, yeah. on on really on cutting jumpers on M series indoor and outdoor units. Yeah, fun topic. Nice to see you again. Hey, this is fun, hey, man. Yeah, I've, I've missed you, buddy. I've missed yeah. you. Glad you're yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. we got so a lot going to move on. Action. A lot of action here at the national sales meeting. Yes, so. that's the you you're here in yeah. the background, you and it. I love it. A lot of people in. And a lot of uh, um, acquaintances to yeah. to make, yeah. and yeah. a lot of all the acquaintances yeah. to to reestablish that relationship. That's right. So right. Go thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you in the next podcast. All right. Adios. Hasta la vista. I'll be back.